Greetings, this is Elder Michelle coming to you today with a word from the Lord, which I'm going to share with you in just a moment. I just want you to prepare yourself to receive what thus saith the Lord. May it be a source of strength and nourishment to your spirit as you receive. In Jesus' name. Again, God bless you. This is Elder Michelle, and there is a word in my belly, and I've got to get it out. Reminds me of a song. <laughs> Some of you know it, I'm sure. It's called, I've got to praise, I've got to praise, I've got to praise, and i got to get it out. i got to get it out. Well, this is a word from the Lord. This is the word that the Lord dropped in my belly and I began to just worship the Lord in spirit and in truth, knowing that it was very God that was speaking to me. But not just to me, but to all who receive this word and understand the call of God upon your life. Praise the Lord. The word that the Lord dropped in my spirit was, You have been chosen. I want to repeat that again, the word, you have been chosen. Let that marinate in your spirit for just a moment. For when I heard these words, they were loud, and they were clear, and they were from the Lord. And the Lord began to talk to me about what it means to be chosen. He talked to me about the different um, men and women in the Bible who were, in fact, chosen of God. Paul was chosen. He went through the time of preparation that he did, the time of being a Pharisee and a persecutor of Christians that he did, only to meet Jesus on the Damascus Road and have his life transformed. Everything about Paul's life was a part of who Paul, the great apostle of faith, became. But he had to go through that training, that preparation, in order to be the man of God that he became ultimately. Moses was on the backside of the desert for 40 years. He was chosen from the very foundations of the earth, thrown away in a basket and not thrown away because his mother had hoped for his deliverance. And he being the deliverer was indeed delivered from the waters by Pharaoh's daughter because he was chosen. Chosen. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was chosen she was chosen by God to be the womb, the wherewithal, the vessel in whom the Holy Spirit would impregnate the, and, 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 and allow to carry the Son of the living God. Chosen. Chosen to go through the difficulties that she went through 
of being rejected and talked about and criticized and demeaned because they found out she was without child, with child, and she was not married, chosen to go through that difficult place in order to perform the will of God in her life. She was chosen. She was chosen. I remember the first time in my life that I heard those words, you have been chosen. It was quite a number of years ago. I was right out of college. I just graduated with um, my degree. And I was, well, contemplating graduate school, but... I thought at first that I was done with school and, and I wouldn't be going any further. But as it turned out, the summer after I graduated, I was applying to graduate school. And um, I really had a desire to go forward and did. So the first time I heard those words, I was chosen, um, goes back to that time period. I had applied to Keller Graduate School of Business Administration, and it was a golden opportunity. I wanted this opportunity. I prayed about this opportunity, and I put my applications, I did my interviews, I put in my whatever was required of me at that time. And then I went in for a series of interviews uh, by four different people, if I'm not recall, if I recall correctly. And the ultimate person that I was being interviewed by was the director of the school. And I'm just a young woman, 21 year old, you know, full of life and vitality, uh, saved and seeking the Lord about every direction for my life. And excited about my future and where God was taking me. So I go through these various interviews. And I go from one to the next. And they tell me, the first one says, okay, you've got another person to interview with. And I interview with that person. And then there was a third person to interview with. And I interview with that person. And finally I went to the director to be interviewed with. And uh, this was all in one day, mind you. And I'm reflecting on that day because I remember the crowd of people that were a part of this interview process that were contending for a scholarship at Keller Graduate School of Business Administration. So there were a number of people, and I was one of many. And as I go through these series of interviews, I'm still in faith, believing God, Lord, this is mine. And this is what I was saying as I went down for this interview and this uh, scholarship. So when I got into the director's office and I sat down with him and we're talking and he's asking me various questions and I'm answering those questions that he's asking me in the midst of one of the questions being answered by myself he just casually says, by the way, you have been chosen. Um, he went on to say, you have been chosen. You've been selected to receive the scholarship. But the words, you have been chosen, were the first time I really, really, really remember 
those words resounding in my ears. When he said that in the casual manner that he did, I just almost fainted there. I couldn't believe what he was saying. It was surreal because he was still interviewing me and asking questions. And as I said, he casually says, you have been chosen. And I stopped. I'm flabbergasted. I'm saying, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I know that I was overwhelmed with joy and I was praising God within, but I was thanking him also, the gentleman, for the fact that I had been selected among the many that had applied. Well, the joy that I experienced that day was phenomenal, but it does not compare to the joy that I experienced today, knowing that I have been chosen. The Bible says, ye are royal priesthood. You have been chosen by God. You have been chosen by God. We're not just the next person in line. We are the chosen people of the Most High God. Israel, the Hebrew people, were chosen by God to show forth His praises, to be the people where God demonstrated His power and proved His name and showed the people who He was through all their tests and their trials and their temptations, their struggles their battles, God revealed himself, who he was. He revealed himself in all of his glory. Not all of it, but in a lot. As much as we as human beings could handle, which may be only a teaspoon worth. But God revealed himself because the people of God, the Hebrew nation, was chosen. And so I'll be back in just a moment to pick up on this discussion about being chosen. But before I do, I just want those words to marinate in your hearing. You have been chosen. Amen. So 1 Peter 2 and 9 says you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Let me read that again. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. In Isaiah 43, God refers to his chosen people, the people that he formed for himself, 
that he might declare his praise. A chosen people, a people that God formed for himself, that they might declare his praise. And in Exodus 19, 6, God identifies his people as a royal priesthood. This is what God thinks of you. I want to ask you the question, what do you think of yourself? Let me ask that question again. What do you think of yourself? Do you think you're worthless? Do you think your life has no value? Do you think there's no purpose for your being? Do you think that today, this gift that God has given you is just another day to let go by and, you know, you watch TV all day or twiddle your thumbs on the internet um, games or whatever you're doing with your hands, that that's the thing that God has ordained for your life and that's all there is to life. You eat, you drink, you sleep, you die. If you are a child of God, the answer to those questions is no and no and no, no, no. That's not all there is to your life. There's much more to your being than just turning on the TV, watching the news, watching your programs. They don't have stories anymore. But I remember when I was a child, there was one story that my mother would watch when I would come home for lunch uh, and when I was in grammar school. It was Days of Our Lives, and it would always be on, I think, at the 1 o'clock or 1, 12.30 hour. must have been about 12.30. And I think that program may still be going. I'm one of the survivors, I guess I'll call it. But this is a day in your life. And it is the will of God that you take this day that God has given you And live with purpose, with destiny, with knowledge of the fact that you have been chosen. You're not just a John Doe or a Jane Doe. You are a child of the Most High God. God has purpose and plans for your life. And until you understand that completely and your heart is filled with that knowledge, another day will go by like the pages of a book being flipped until you get to the end and you close the book. And your life story, when we look at the pages, they'll all be empty. Or maybe there'll be a few pages that have something written on them. But apart from that, nothing much of substance. You were born, you grew up, you went to school, you got a job, you got married, you had kids, you retired, you die. Is that the story you want written of your life? Do you want to make your mark 
in this earth realm to the glory of God? Well, you can when you realize that you are a chosen vessel. You are a royal priesthood. God has called you out of darkness and he's called you into his marvelous light. Understand that there's purpose for your being. When the enemy tells you that there is no purpose for living, tell that devil he is a liar. My faith in God lets me know that God saved me, delivered me from drugs, alcohol, addiction, profanity, um, perverseness, whatever it is that God delivered you from. That he took me out of a world of darkness and brought me into his marvelous light that I might be a light in the earth. Because the Bible says that men are walking in darkness. In fact, the Bible refers to the, the, the scripture says this, the earth is like a, 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 a man is like a drunken man reeling and rocking. That's how the earth is today. And because of the things that are going on right now with so much uncertainty in the world, so much fear, um, so much violence, people are living in despair, frustration, anxiety. And, and here's the thing. In addition to the pandemic of 2020, there are still floods happening in other parts of the country. There's still hurricanes tsunamis, earthquakes, all of those things are still going on. There's still fires happening in California. There's still things going on that were going on before 2020. People are still divorcing. Their marriages are still falling apart. Children are still being victimized in the streets by predators. There's still drug trafficking and sex trafficking going on. All of that stuff is going on still while you're caught up in your world of saying, you know, my life is about over or I'm really not of much value. The devil is a liar. Child of God. You have purpose, you have destiny, and God has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Look to the Lord today. Ask him to help you, to strengthen you, and to empower you to rise up from that place of depression, despair, hopelessness, anxiety, fear, frustration, anger, whatever the spirit is that grips you now, procrastination, indecisiveness, whatever it is, loneliness, whatever it is, um, a poverty, you don't have any money, homelessness, a broken marriage, a broken home, being victimized in the streets. Maybe you were a victim of rape or Someone you knew was a victim of sexual assault or you were a child being molested and you grew up with that and the horrors of those things still trouble your mind. If that's you, God says you are a chosen generation. The things that have happened to you have happened for the good 
of the kingdom of God. Because God's going to use all of that stuff, that ugly, nasty, evil, wicked stuff that happened in your life to produce beautiful, delicious, awesome fruit. A sweet-smelling savor unto God. That men and women will see you, will come in contact with you, will greet you, and they will experience the love of God and the peace of God flowing from your being, emanating out through you to touch lives that are going through what you went through, but you survived. Yes, the Bible says we don't have a high priest that cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but he was in all points tempted like as we. Jesus went through all kinds of things. The rejection, the hatred without a cause, the family members that didn't believe in his purpose or his dream. The family members that weren't on board with the mission. Oh yeah, he went through it all. The people of his own nation who talked about him and ridiculed him and wanted him dead because his light was shining brighter than theirs. That jealousy still exists in the church today. And it's a sad thing. But in the name of Jesus, I speak to you and I command you to come out of your darkness and recognize that you are a chosen vessel of the Most High God. You are chosen. Have you received Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? Do you believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins? Are you living for him in this hour and every day of your life to the best of your ability? Are you reading his word? Are you praying? Are you trusting him? Are you living according to Proverbs 3 and 5, which says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. In all of your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. If you answer yes to that question, then you are chosen. The Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. You know that you're chosen when everything you attempt to do in the name of the Lord and by the grace of God, according to what he has told you to do, you find obstacles and hindrances a fight on every hand. The enemy knows that you were chosen and he's trying to stop it, block it, keep it from happening. But you've got to war a good warfare. You've got to put on the whole armor of God. You have to fight the good fight of faith and you have to press on to that place of your destiny. You have been chosen. This is the word that God has for you today. This is the word I want you to meditate on 
and allow to resonate in your spirit. God didn't make a mistake when he called you. He saw you when you were in your mess, dealing drugs, snorting cocaine, shooting heroin, whatever you were doing, uh, continuous adulterous affairs, whatever your baggage was of the past. The Bible says we were all like that in some way, form, or fashion because all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Maybe you were just a, a perpetual liar. Well, the Bible says a liar won't even tarry in the sight of God. So don't minimize sin and think it's nothing just because you weren't out there selling your body and all you did was told a little lie. Well, that lie caused somebody to lose their life. So see, a, a lie is like a bullet going out into the air. You don't know where that bullet is going to land. And recent events, those kinds of things have happened and young lives have been taken because of a bullet released into the air. A lie is like that. You tell it, you don't know where, who or what it's going to affect and whose life it might cause to end. So don't minimize sin. If you come to the place where you've asked the Lord to forgive you of your sins and wash you in his blood and you've received Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are his child. And you are a part of this royal priesthood. And I would admonish you to put on your crown today. I would admonish you to lift up your head today. I would admonish you to hold back your shoulders, stick out your chest, and say to the devil, devil, no more. I will not hang my head down anymore. I may have fallen, but I am not going to stay down. I may have sinned, but Lord, I come to you asking for your forgiveness and your cleansing because I am your child and I am a royal priesthood. I have been chosen out of darkness. I have been brought forth into the kingdom. And the light of Christ shines through me, radiates through me to transform the world around me. In Jesus' name. Let that be your confession of faith. For you, my friend, have been chosen. God bless you today as I pray your strength in the Lord. So I'm back, Michelle here, and I just want to tell you that I really, really need you to hear this word, get it in your spirit, don't let it fall, hold on to it, chew it throughout the day, know that the Lord's hand is upon your life, that you're a gift of God. You have been gifted and you are a gift. Don't allow anyone to take that out of your spirit, man, because God has given this to you. It is a promise. It is a, it's a calling. 
And it's that what you need in order to go forth with the work of the ministry that God has chosen you to fulfill. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood called to show forth the praises of he who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. God bless you. And we're going to conclude this segment with a prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, for those who are listening right now, I pray the hand of God would move upon them in a mighty way, that you would seal this word in their hearts, and that they would lift up their heads from this moment forth, and not allow the enemy to cause them to bow their heads down another further. I commit every hearer into your hands. I speak peace, life, victory, and recovery over all that they have, all that they hope to be, and all that they are. That their ministries, whether personal, on a personal individual level, or to a worldwide setting, would flourish according to your perfect will, and that no hindrance would be there any further except you allow it for their development, their strength, and their overcoming. In Jesus' name, I pronounce a blessing upon them all. And it is so. Amen. Amen. Elder Michelle saying, God bless you, and I'll talk to you again soon. And you're listening to the trumpeter Phil Driscoll in the background. To God be the glory for his awesome gift. El Shaddai by Phil Driscoll. As you meditate on the goodness of the Lord, 